Hi, Joe Lysett here in Bridge End, and my favourite agricultural podcast is the Pub Yields podcast with Jacob and Di. All the other agricultural podcasts are a load of piss and shit. They're a load of piss and shit. Um, yeah, Hugh called me Mouth Almighty. 
some people reckon I like to say my own voice, but pretty deaf. If Hugh Conrad is calling you mouth almighty, you must have a big gob on your head. And that's what she said. <laughs> oh, well, if you are... At least that's not what he said. But... <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, okay. Remember now, there's no edit on this, okay? There's no edit on this. Good lord. Whoops. It's funny you should say about Hugh and um, Andrew being the, the best pantomime names you've ever seen. They both put their heads on upside down. <laughs> but it... you, you keep going here. <laughs> I'm staying quiet because I'm joining you boys in a few years. But I think we should go back yes. to Lloyd. Tell us a little bit more, Lloyd, because obviously me and Di are South Wales boys, but we all know the epicenter of shearing in Wales is Brecknock and Radnorshire, proper, proper sheep country. And the amount of good shearers, not just good, world-class shearers that come from up your neck of the woods is, well, it's incredible. And um, I've seen yourself over the last several years up at the Royal Welsh, and I've just, you know, you've gone from strength to strength. And watching you last year um, on the, the live stream up in uh, Blankbook there, completing that shearing record was, well, it was just incredible. But I actually first heard about when you were going to attempt the record on um, another podcast, the High Performance Podcast. And I thought that was an incredible episode because the high performance have hundreds of thousands of listeners. Uh, very similar to us in the day. Stop uh, plugging other pods. Okay, Di. The moment we get shut up, high performance out. So, uh, yeah, but um, no, I thought, it was, I thought it was great hearing you on there. How, how did that all come about, Lloyd? I've got to ask. Um, that came about when I was in uh, quarantine in New Zealand. Um, I've been listening to the high performance podcast for, for a long time. Um, and then I was in, yeah, in the quarantine in the hotel on my own and sort of training away, ready for the season. And I've emailed and listened to Dan Carter's episode, which to me was, is still the best one. Like his mindset's incredible, just an out-and-out winner. And um, I listened to that and I thought, oh, don't really bother emailing in the back much, but I thought, oh, I'll send him an email, say how good that was like. And uh, said a little bit about myself, whatever, and then they, they emailed back to say great, and they'd love to get me on. So it uh, a few back and forth then, and uh, ended up sat up at the boss's house in the garage at like four o'clock in the morning to record the podcast with them over over Wi-Fi. That was yeah, good commitment. <laughs> Whatever time it was in the day for them, it was lovely, wasn't it? Well, what, what time of the day would it be for them? Because I only ask because you, Jake Humphrey says he doesn't go. He goes to bed every night at nine o'clock, doesn't he? Do you see that? I don't say that. Yeah. I bet he's fun on the night. I bet he's fun. <laughs> anyway, it might be a real theme tonight. I think Jake might have had a bit of a crush on you. <laughs> I think he might all the way up. He's been talking about you. How great you are. Oh yeah. So, well, I have done my book seal just trying to emulate. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I say I've done mine. I was actually famous book seal, but I didn't fail it. I, you know, I did a. <laughs> I genuinely didn't fail it, but now if I say I didn't fail it, it sounds like I did. Anyway, moving on. So, the Royal Show. Talk us about. I, do you want to talk about the Royal Show? <laughs> No, no talking about the Royal Show? Briefly, just briefly. Briefly, yeah. briefly. That's enough. It's, yeah, that's great. It's, it's the same. It's the same as you telling your mate not to advertise on a podcast. You've got the three Royal yeah, yeah. We'll let you do it this way. Yeah. Just, just, just tell us. The Royal Show, that's you and Chad. It's something else, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a special place, isn't it? That's where the first sort of senior world championships 2010. I wasn't sure.
seeing the the crowd and the atmosphere and watching the six boys up there in the final, I thought, oh yeah, that's for me. Mm. So still not there quite, but yeah. one day. One day, I can't imagine it's going to be very long, Lloydie. But um, just just coming back now to the the record and the intricacies of how the record came about. What made you want to go for the record, or how did it come about? And just talk to us a little bit about how you prepared for the record in terms of nutrition, in terms of actual preparation, because. Um, I just think that would be very, very interesting for the listeners to actually understand how much goes into preparing for a British record as a sheep shearer. Yeah, so um, first, first of all, how I got into it was in um, 2016, um, Matt Smith and Ivan Scott both did uh, world records down in Cornwall and watching that sort of give me the inspiration and to want to pursue that sort of type of sharing rather than just the shows, get, get a bit more out of it. And then I um, got in touch with a guy in New Zealand called Jeff Dorsett, who was sort of renowned for a lot of good shearers, fast shearers, shed shearers. Um, I went and worked with him then for, for six years. And he go around the sheds and sort of seeing boys who just done in a day's work, 700 lambs or whatever, and stuff like that, written up on the shed walls. So you, you can't help but be, have your eyes open to it, you know what I mean, like uh, inspiring them isn't it, really and uh, we did the Young Farmers Run in 2019 then, uh, that was a good stepping stone, four sand, nine hour record, British record. Um, was that in Blind Book as well? That, yeah, that was in Blind Book. Yep. Um, we sort of, kind of started out as a small thing, ended up being quite a big job that one, uh, that was great, sort of found a few things that we ironed out by the time we come to doing my own. Um, with the training and stuff, I trained for 18 months with Matt Luxton, building up to it, and sort of my mentality of it was, um, you set, set, the, set the bar out that far that someone else isn't gonna wanna train for that long. You know, it's so far in the distance that you think, oh, the goal is that far away. How do you keep yourself motivated and sort of push it out? Everyone sort of says six months and a year. I thought, well, if it's 18 months, no one's talking about that. So that was sort of why I started then. And nutrition, that was um, sort of cutting out all the, all the nice food, basically, in life, all, all the luxuries, no beer, no, uh, no bread, anything, anything simple and easy, cut that out and cook it all from scratch and don't fly or walk or swim, forget about it. Yeah. Did you still have the uh, classic boiled potatoes and ham shearing lunch that gets prepared on just for every farm you go to? <laughs> no, it was a bit more, uh, I had my little boxes all made up of rice and uh, rice and chicken seasoned with a bit of whatever I could find and broccoli and carrots, I've never lived off broccoli and carrots. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty average. <laughs> sounds like your tired chick to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, this is, it was his one deep fried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I was, was going to say, mine, mine's a bit more deep fried. You know, the, I love the kebab shops down in the valleys and stuff. And I so I got a bit of deep fried broccoli and uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. But no, it's just it's just good to hear about, obviously, the, the intricacies when it comes to nutrition because that's something people wouldn't necessarily think about because a lot of the time when you do go shooting and stuff, you have you know, a lot of chocolate, you stop for your coffee breaks, you have your cake and everything. So it must have been really hard to actually commit to that when you're going out onto farms and uh, the, the farmer's wife or the, farmer, or the farmers themselves are uh, bringing you out yeah. food at uh, no, bait time and stuff. It just, 
must have been a real commitment to finish a day shearing, to come home then and prepare your food for the following day. Real, real commitment that must have been Lloyd, and obviously the hardest thing must have been giving up the beer. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, is, it was a big commitment. Um, this year now, back to sort of what I would call normal life and just turning up and being fed, whatever, that we're very grateful that the family put food on for us, whatever, but absolutely noticing the difference in my energy levels and you know, we get home and absolutely worn out this year, whereas last year, get home and go and train for an hour and a half after work, or, or get up a, you know, extra hour earlier and train then, or whatever, and still feel better after the day than I do now. Yeah, so that was something I was going to ask about. Did you actually notice a big difference? Because we're told how important nutrition is, but obviously we don't, we don't have anything to strike or anything to prepare for, so we don't necessarily have the commitment um, as farmers and. Um, other shearers, but when you have something to commit to, you stick to a diet. Do you genuinely notice a big difference in your overall performance and your daily performance? Yeah, 100%. Day, daily performance, especially, like just you, you get those days when you're out shearing where sheep maybe aren't shearing so well, or the farmers told you there's 400 and there's 600 or whatever, and those days you sort of your body is more prepared to, I almost would say, thrive off it. Like, you, you'd see a bigger challenge and think, right, okay, into them, work hard, you know, and, and then the next day you just bounce up again and you'll be fine. I think, to be fair, you and I, and our diets are quite similar to that, aren't we? Um, we notice a difference uh, if you don't get enough food, basically. <laughs> a bit of me of athleticism, you pair our boys. Absolutely, yeah, we are athletes in our prime. <laughs> I just can't believe Lloyd's going to sit here and tell us all that he's going home and cooking all this food. When we all know it's his fiance doing a lot of prep. <laughs> and to be fair, I think Kelly deserves a mention for that. Yeah, Kel does deserve a mention. <laughs> I, I was doing, I was surprised how much I, I did for myself because she said, look, you want to do it, you carry on. Is that why you had to marry It might be to do with it. You can pull up with a man. It's a sad truth that comes to us all. So, you, you mentioned New Zealand. Di, Di's... Oh, God. Di's in the process of... Well, he's about to get married, so he crossfit as soon as this. He can actually get up in the morning and the cows. Well, so I'm possibly a bit further away from that moment. I'm quite far away. <laughs> 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 you if I get a world record in the horizon, I'll get a wife. <laughs> Rather than snatch a mic every two minutes, why don't you just keep the mic here? <laughs> it's heavy holding the beer on the mic. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, you mentioned New Zealand. That was during COVID. Was that your first time, or have you been several times? Whoa! Oh, shit. The seagull. Yeah, sorry. That's it. Yeah, come on, Dan. You're going to have to, gonna have to go completely, mate. I can't believe you had that. Is there a runner? <laughs> Tom Huntley! Was that your first time or is that, have you been so with those? Um, no, I've been, I've done 10 seasons in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 10 seasons. All, all over, really. Yeah, so you're doing a full 12 month cheering then, really? Um, not anymore. I was doing, I was cheering four months in New Zealand and then. Um, Four months in New Zealand, sort of three months here, two, two months, two and a half months in it, here in the UK, and then I was doing six weeks twice a year in Switzerland as well. Oh, so, nice. so ten months of the year, roughly. 
So a lot of people wouldn't understand about the, um, the Swiss side of shearing, so if you could just tell us a little bit about that, because obviously New Zealand, Wales, Australia, Scotland, uh, England, etc. Everyone knows these are sheep shearing countries, but Switzerland would seem a little bit obscure for the, the general listener. So if you could just explain to us what sort of sheep you're shearing over there, what sort of numbers, and I know they tend to be pretty monstrous things you're shearing over there as well, don't they? Yeah, there's some, some big sheep over there, they're like... Um they're probably like Suffolk lambs. They're probably better cattle farmers than sheep farmers. Like you know, they, they graze their sheep on cattle grass, and they're, they're monsters. And um, we sort of shearing them out of season, so you shear them in the spring when they're going out to grass, and then in the autumn when they come back in. Yeah. So nothing shears like a sheep you'd imagine should shear, but you just sort of work hard, do about 150 a day, and long days, a lot of travelling, the flocks are sort of anywhere from 10 to 50. You might get the odd couple of hundred here and there if he's a big farmer like but. So I, I should say, so you, you, you've spoken then about going to New Zealand, going to Switzerland. If there's anyone listening, like a young aspiring 16, 17 year old shearer, like obviously that doesn't just happen to say you, you have to get contacts. How, how would you advise a youngster who wants to go away and learn? How would you even get that ball rolling? Um, I think that's where the shows are so important because by coming to the shows, you, you start networking with people, be it, be it fellow competitors, judges, you know, everyone sort of have, well, not everyone has been, but a lot of people have been somewhere else cheering if they're competing at the shows or, or especially judging or whatever. And um, there's always people you can ask, sort of just a bit of advice from. And, and they'll point you in the right direction, give you maybe just a contact number, or they might know someone looking for a shearer. Yeah, I agree with all that. It's like a big family, and everybody wants people to go to good places that they, especially team young fellows, that tend to look after them and really make sure that you know bad places don't get looked after, and the young fellows then will go to good places, whether it's in New Zealand, in Norway, in Switzerland. In you know, even over up in Scotland or whatever, and the show circuit works really well for that, and it does, you know, it, it really boosts young fellas, and there's a commentator, you see people coming as juniors and taking part in their first competitions, give them three or four years, they progress all the way through, and that's when they get help, and when people can see their team, then they'll have the help coming through from open sharers, from judges, from instructors, you know, and then the work will come and then they, they get looked after and it, it's a progression through, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think it's quite important, like for, you say about the, the young people watching, like, or whatever, listening, um, handle yourself and, like, you know, ask questions. Try not to be arrogant around people, because there's nothing where it's like, you guys can, like, you've all seen it, we, people, he, you know, he may be doing all right in down the lower grains and he's walking around with his chest out and stuff. People don't want to help that guy. They yeah. want to help the guy that's asking yeah. questions and being, being tidy and, you know. Yeah, that's, what's, that's, that's what's held us back all these years, isn't it, Jake? <laughs> Nobody wants to help us. <laughs> we do have to point to And, you know, there's a, a Steve Red, I think, a good commentator, commentator that's around the shows. He's got a saying, you show half your character when you win and all your character when you lose. And then that's when the real shares come out. And then, you know, you see the boys when they're on the boards, they're, they're real rivals. And it's, they, you know, it's getting to the point of hating each other because they're hating well off. But as soon as they take that first step off the boards, everybody gets on. Yeah. You know, everybody gets on and helps each other out. And, you know, when you see the open boys, 
They're all been looking at each other's gear, and nobody's hiding in the corner, keeping their secrets to themselves. Everybody's trying to push everybody on. When you see that today here in the three counties, we called you and we watched a couple of hours of the junior competition, and it's good to see all the boys down there all sat together now after the competition and having to do beers and mixing and mingling. And um, I think that's what's so important about the shearing circuit, and like you say about the shows and stuff, it's the real camaraderie side of it. But before we move on, can Tom Huntley just put his hands where we can see them? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi Kit Roxanne are proud sponsors of the Pub Yields podcast, bringing New Zealand solutions to British farmers, fencing contractors and vets. We have a range of great products available to you, including Roxanne Tags, Pell Electric Fencing and Kaiwaka Clothing. For more information about the Kiwi Kit Roxanne product range, please visit the link below or in the Pub Yield social media pages. Just before, just before we do go on, there is something that Roy doesn't say yet, and that is the first time he properly saw was in front of the royalty down at Gask. And he saw in front of the Queen back then, and now, you know, he's now British record holder and he's come all the way through. So I, I, tell, you, I tell you what, Lloyd, I think, uh, I think we should all have a drink of that anyway, because that is pretty, uh, pretty impressive, isn't yeah, it, guys? It's just we won't tell him that he's sure it with the blades. <laughs> so, so since you've said that you. Um, Obviously, you're doing New Zealand, uh, UK, Switzerland. What are you doing now? What What is your 12 months look like now? Um, 12 months now is a bit different. I'm still sharing from May through to uh, August. But um, now then, on the farm with Dad, we'll see her then. Um, trying to show him how he should be doing everything. And he's telling me how I'm a jumped up, jumped up young fellow and didn't know much. Hey, that, that's, that's all that's all dads, isn't it? Like, I, I'm, 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 and he went down, a, he must have gone down a bit of a dip and then back up a bit of a dip for the tractor and baler and the frame of the baler smashed the back window of the tractor. So I, I've never done this before. I had to take a generator and a hoover into the middle of a field and try and hoover broken glass out of the stubble. Yeah, that's an hour and a half late because of him. So you want to shut the back window? I have to take a gastro though. Die, don't lie, you just didn't get up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you mentioned earlier, Lloyd, that you were uh, getting trained by Matt Luxton for the um, for the record, and um, I know Matt Luxton has uh, personally trained a lot of shearers going for records uh, here in the UK. And um, for some aspiring shearers, or just not the not the young shearers, any shearers, during winter months, say they can't go travelling abroad or whatever, they're stuck over the farm. What can they do to keep up their fitness, ready for when the actual shearing season does come into play? Did Matt? Give you any insights into any exercises you can do in terms of what sort of fitness drills? Yeah, I think the most important thing of all that every shearer will probably roll their eyes five years ago is mobility, like stretching, yoga, basically yoga, Pilates sort of base stuff that just keeps you supple, stops you hunching over and really, you know, keeps your back free so you, you don't get the problems before starting it and then uh, on top of that then I suppose I would recommend just play a sport because training in the gym is boring like 
simple as that. Unless you've got an end goal, why you why why do you want to stand in the gym making hard work for yourself? So vanity about all the time that is, isn't it? No, is that any sport? Yeah, I think I think any sport. Yeah. Yeah. Snooker. That, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the greatest of all. Hand-eye coordination and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you keep looking hard enough, you get a solution. <laughs> you know, I think what I said then about, about five, six years ago, the mindset was a bit different. And I've, I've been lucky enough to be involved in all the records up until lives and or a lot of them. And to see the training and the preparation that everybody does it. And lives no exception, we do a lot of training with Matt Luxton, like you said. And Matt Huxton has revolutionised the job because he's taken it to a very, very high level. You know, he's an iron man, he trains iron men, so he's used to those hard training people. And then when he came up across the shearers, and he then had to change the mindset, and he's done that. And he's done it from Matt Smith to Roman Smith to, you know, there's a character's record all this now, all over the world that are tuning into his programme. And then that then, brings everything through. And as well as that, you've got a big team around you. And I know Lloyd is a brilliant team around you when you get back for his record. And that's what, that makes a big difference to the record as well as the team that puts on that record. You know, we've been lucky enough with Matt and Robbie's and we've had big teams. And then Lloyd's team then, up in Glenville, they were a different team to all the other record teams, but they were still very successful. And Matt put Britain on the map then. But it's all about the team around you, know, yeah, the team, the team is everything because at the end of the day, to get in that mindset to share a lot of sheep, whatever record in it, you have to be just thinking about sharing, working out, you know, training and sleeping. That's all you've got time to really think about. So you've got to have all these people taking on responsibility to, to organise, you know, it could be shower block, someone's got to do that. You know, I haven't, I can't use my time to be on the phone about that, I need to be trained. You know what I mean? And the uh, same with uh, organising the sheep, that was a massive thing. We actually ended up like two, three weeks before, found out that um, 400 of the lambs we were meant to have were coming. So that was a bit of panic stations. We had to uh, find some more pretty quick. But uh, that again, they didn't even tell me about that until they had the prospect farms lined up. No point in putting you under that. Yeah, yeah. It's not your problem, is it? Yeah. You know, that you have a team. Um, I mean, Hugh and I, we, we all talk about all the records we've been involved in. It's all about 1%. You know, and it is a team effort. And if anyone can do 1% to make a difference to that to that day, that, that's the difference between another sheep and the time. And that's the difference between breaking a world record. And that one sheep can make all the difference in it. So, well, it was like uh, Bill Groves' time trial in Goa. I remember asking somebody, "Are you going?" And he said, "No, I'm ferrying the sheep." So, and then it just struck me: yeah, somebody's got to, yeah. somebody's got to have an Ivy Williams in the back, yeah. running back and forth. Yeah. You don't yeah. even think of that. You just turn up, you watch, and you go. Yeah. And then, what do you think? Well, one percent of nine hundred is nine sheep, and that was pretty much what I beat the previous record by, which we set a week before. Yeah. You know, so those one percent do add up, but it's, and the teamwork. But you've got to have the right man in front that everybody is coming behind to make it work, and it, it obviously works because Lloyd's now the British record holder at 903, which is still the highest figure ever shown on man's 
anywhere in the world under official conditions. Yeah, that's incredible. And there's a common theme with the conversation we've been having for the last half hour or so, boys, is teamwork. And I think a lot of people don't realise in the shearing game. They see one person up there, they see them shearing the sheep, but they don't understand what goes on in the background and how much teamwork is actually involved in it. They think of it as an individual sport, and it's far from an individual sport because everything has got to come together at the same time. Yeah. It, it comes down to the shows like this. You know, um, you, you see the shearers. I always say, a show like this, it's like a swan. Out the front here, it all looks well organised, it's well oiled, these guys are shearing at their best. Hugh, Hugh and James give you plenty of good commentary, the crowd are loving it. Out the back there, everyone's happy on the video, just to keep the thing going. You know, and we, we, we start as a committee organising show at probably Christmas, uh, and it's build, build, build. To, to put on a show like this, but it's teamwork. No one person can organise a show like this. You know, there's, there's a massive, massive amount of people pulling and give their time. And, it, and it's really, you know. Well, I think that's a nice natural segue. We'll be back to you, Lloyd, but I'm sure you boys want to plug the three counties. I've, I've never been before. Jake, you've been before. Yeah, I've been before, not for, uh, not for a few, few years. And, uh, I'm going to be sensible and I'll say the reason why uh, you know, the last time I came. But um, no, it's, it's a great show, it's, it's a very big show and I almost feel like it's in our part of the world anyway. It's only about an hour and a half up the road from South Wales. Um, and I feel like it's a real hidden gem because a lot of people in our part of the world don't come over the bridge and it's literally just over the bridge and up the motorway. And there's so much to do here as well. And the last time I came here, obviously I didn't have the marquee here in the, um, in the she-rin section. And, the atmosphere today, watching the juniors, was fantastic. I feel like it's amplified in this, it's like a theatre, you know? And the rest of the show was just a real, real buzz it was. And I, I know Andrew, you're a big, big three counties man. And if you could just sell this show to the people that are listening, because I'd highly recommend them coming and checking out in the future. Yeah, it, is, I mean, it, is, it is amazing. So we, we like to think of ourselves with the, the demise of the, the royal show, which is it's certainly when that collapse. We, we kind of think we took, took that mantle on, that's been a bit big headed, I don't know, but you know, that's what we aspire to and nothing else. But we put, I think we put on a hell of a show, and it is, it's, it's got very little to do with me but here in this, this shed. This marquee has absolutely doubled the atmosphere, and it's, it's brilliant in here. We have a wonderful and we all enjoy it. You've got still the chainsaw guys, all the British championships here now on the chainsaw, and all the championship stuff they do. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I think, I think we've been in school like 30,000 people a day over three days. So there's folks coming here, you know. Um, and the Open Warhammer and the Open Machines competition we've got this coming up this Sunday. Um, it'll be really, really exciting to be some, some, some serious big names coming from all over the world. Um, you, you feel quite humble and honored that you come here. Um, and, and I guess you take that as a team, you take that as a, as a bit of a pat on the back that they, you know, they're. I know guys have been in Scotland all week and literally driving down to come to the show to turn around back to Scotland for all I want to you know, To me, that's a massive pat on the back that I feel it's worthy of that journey. I also think that Andrew deserves a lot of credit because this, the Shearer section has come on deep supplies the last three or four years since Andrew's got it under his wing. Um, he's got a hell of a team behind him and his knees and hands put the shoulder behind him and keep going. Yeah, I, I, coming back to the teamwork again, you know, I'm lucky enough to be part of the team here, and it is a team effort, so everybody's got their jobs, and 
but then you do have the right captain driving that team forward that isn't wanting to do everything himself. And, you know, and with this year, of course, being a massive year, the World Championships are up after World Island next week. We'll, we'll all be travelling up early next week. We're going to be going up north. And, you know, we've got the, the world competitors are on the ground in the UK, and they're going to come to the three counties as a warm-up. So it's, you know, it's, it's a brilliant time to be involved in it. And those six years that will make that final loss on Sunday afternoon, and the same for and the three Warlanders that make that final, it is going to be a hell of a day. But then we've got a big day tomorrow as well. So there's a lot going on. It's, it is a good show. It? And it's a show that every year we have a debrief at the end of it, and we keep driving forward on how can we improve for next year. And that's why you see successful shows, because that's what they all do. They never do it. I know Andrew doesn't want to mention the Royal Welsh, but the Royal Welsh keep driving forward. And, but the three counties then are, are doing the same. And everybody's trying to move forward and, and improve for next year. You know? I just a, a good little plug, if I may. Um, of course. Yeah, so. J sorry. Most people pay this one, so if they want to do an advertisement, so you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> No, well, and, and because what helps us make a show like this, and I am going to do enough appraisal plug, is is our sponsor. You know, um, and I've always I've always been the sort of I don't mind asking, but and also I don't mind the answer. So I, I probably quite cheeky sometimes. I go to these guys like like, like Marie and the Shugloaf. I'm happy to go and ask them. I'm happy for them to say no, but they're so kind. You'll say yes. Marie's far too nice to say no to anyone. Yeah, don't she okay, she's, she's not even listening, look. She's not even listening. Do you know what, do you know why that is? She's seen a, she's seen a sad little man like Tom and Liam, but I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. Marie's really listening, just been nominated to come and sing a song. And a uh, British Pride of Britain Award. And, and the other, the other, the other, sorry, the other couple who, um, who are obviously based in the industry communities, who have actually really do a massive, 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 Financial help to us, and everything else will be private. Is those two people sat down there for this uh, They have absolutely pulled all the socks out for us this year, and we really do appreciate them for really doing And they're good guys, and they're so helpful on the Yeah, this sort was massive, but part of the record with me actually, they um, well, supplied all the equipment, the vests, all, all the helpers, t shirts, whatever, you know, nothing was sort of too big. To ask for, they just come with everything, hand pieces, gear, whatever I needed. It was it, and uh, now I'm sort of paying it back. Sad, yeah. You haven't finished yet. You've done another seventeen, man. Right they they gave me a bumper flash, but no. Listen, a great day. Obviously, a British company as well, a British shearing company, and. We all, as farmers, we want people to buy British produce, we want people to buy British lamb, British beef. Well, I think as British shearers as well, we should be paying that back and putting our money where our mouth is and using this as a kit whenever possible because um, it's good to just support British whenever possible. But just to go back to it, you mentioned there about teamwork and about having a good captain to steer the ship. I've been fortunate enough to meet Andrew a couple of times now and just his cool enthusiasm about the three county show is absolutely infectious and um, I feel like I've just given him, you know, uh, blown some smoke there and you completely missed it all but never mind. <laughs> um, 
But no, uh, I was just saying, Andrew, that yeah, all enthusiasm and your passion about the three county shows is absolutely infectious. Uh, that comes back to what I was saying. He's such an easy guy to put your show on you. You get an idea, it's normally a good idea, and you just yeah, put it in the right direction and just crack on and help the other man out. Well, I think, uh, I think this guy's going to have a little drink for Andrew, don't we, Andrew? Andrew, have a drink as well? Oh, Andrew! <laughs> this is lovely. This is, uh, yeah. We haven't been paid yet, so I'm back with him, haven't we? <laughs> 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 senior, senior's key supply, the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's all raise one of Andrew's drinks to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, should we get back to shooting? I think we should. I think we should. You'd like me to ask more serious questions? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Dan, you said earlier you had your blue seal, so I think you should ask, ask seven questions. How would you get it over the shoulder without like, getting over that? How would you do that little bit? Do you like Dagen? I love Dagen, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think you went up to Dagen right the other week and didn't go well, did you? No. What concerns me is, it's like, Jake, you've got a blue seal, and then Dai says he had a blue seal. And I think that's two different subjects. Isn't it? Someone having a blue seal and having a blue seal. Yeah, I got the blue seal and then they witnessed some shearing so they took it back off me. <laughs> <laughs> we have heard of them. Oh, don't put yourself down, though. You're really good. Then. I know. Okay, don't put yourself down, though. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, have you got any uh, any aspirations for the future, Lloydie? Any, anything you, you've What's got next? coming up now? What, what is next? You're a British record holder, so. What is next? Once you get the Everest, what's the next Everest? Um, for me now, it's, it's back to the shows. Um, been going all right this time, in it, made a few finals, but not winning any yet. So the next thing is to, to start winning and then to keep winning. Um, win Championship Wales, massive goal. Um, I'm getting a bit impatient about, so hopefully it won't be too long. Um, and then cheer for Wales in the World Championships and uh, following Richard's footsteps under the those are the dreams I like. And, and I think you and I, who we've both been talking about this over several glasses of wine, if this young man doesn't make the Welsh team, then there's something wrong with him. Because um, A, he deserves it, and he's certainly got the opportunity to do it. Yeah, the drive and determination that I've known about a long time, about it, to get farmers and I think the drive and determination, <laughs> I think the drive and determination is about it. I know his mother, and he, he couldn't sit around alone because she wouldn't let him. So Jane, Jane and Will have obviously been good to him and driven him on, but he then took it to the next level, went to New Zealand quite young, and then took the brave decision to move from contractors that he knew and got comfortable with to go to somebody like Jeff Corsett, as you mentioned. And Jeff Corsett, in the Sheeran world, is a massive, massive name. You know, he's had some of the biggest shares in the world shape for him over the years. Not just guys that go out and do three, four hundred every day, they'd be going out and doing nine hundred or a thousand or you know, just massive, massive shares. So just to put himself into that environment took a lot of doing. And then to then take on the mantle then and start the training for the world, you know, for records and Coming down to Cornwall when he was a young shearer, just aiming for that goal. It's been a long time coming, but he, you know, he's, he's done it and he's enjoying it. Yeah, well, bear with me. I thought what would be a nice opportunity now is because we got so many young shearers. I noticed we got so many young shearers in the corner over there. 
we've also got Hugh Condron, the voice of shearing. Now we all know the beauty of commentating. You're not a shearer until you've got your nickname. You've got your well, well the cla- my favourite of all time is Baden Powell from cricket. He's not listening. <coughs> my favourite of all time is Baden Powell from cricket. That's always been my favourite. So what I thought would be a nice little thing now, seeing as we've got a shearer, a shearing commentator, and two blokes who like to think they can come up with things quickly, if we get some names. Right, I'll go first. No, no, no. Firstly, we sh- we've, we've got top. So he knows I'm coming straight to me. Go on. We've got Ben Edwards who started collecting stamps. I'm sorry, I. Got... But Ben Edwards has just started collecting stamps. You'll have to put his hand up so we know who it is. Yeah, which, which one are you? Hand up, hand up. Give us a wave, Ben. Hand up. Give us a wave, Ben. Ben Andrews. Ben Andrews. Ben Edwards. Ben Edwards, sorry. And we've got Ewan Davis. Can we, sorry, can we have your name, you and, Davis, name, so, name uh, and where you're from? Because you've got well, a... He's from the, the Picker, so that'll always be his nickname. Okay. And, and we've got Prince Davis's brother yeah. from the Picker. That'll always be his nickname. It's a bit of a theme here, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then we've got Prince Boris. Don't yeah. tell me from the Picker. <laughs> Is that his nickname? No. These no, allegations about him breeding in the agricultural society. Can I just jump in here? This is why we don't let James pick. Him, him, him. Introduce. I call Bruce Forrest. Step back. He stands up. You'll see why. Ah, right. they, they've, got, they've got their own voices. I know the one. In the purple and the, the purple and the blue. Stand up. With a mic. Hang on. I'll go down. Go on. Take a mic. Purple and the blue. Come on. Name and where you're from. Thank you. Should have stayed in bed instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did see you earlier, and you should have stayed in bed. Yeah. Andrew, you're like Holly Willoughby without the allegations. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and without the. Who's who's fell under these two? Yeah. Hey, that makes you feel. As I, as I said earlier, these, these shares have got more fight in them than Philip spoke as liars. And if you hear that from the dog tent, then uh, it's all you want. Who's next? Oh, the dog tent. Yeah, go on. Who's next? Yeah, okay. um, who got here? Who's Davis? Drink Picker. Yeah, drink the other dummy. Does everybody know this place? He's famous. In, infamous. Yeah, I know, I know. That's Phil Fagan. <laughs> He, he looks like a young Predator Owen, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Have we done Benny Edwards? Stacey Fagan. Ben Edwards. Tell him. Tell him. Stacey Fagan there in Orange. Oh, yeah. That's why he's Fagan. Right, who are you, young man? Jamie Farmer. Where did you come from? Did you make that surname up? Because you were a big farmer. Well, you are lucky you weren't Jamie Brickley, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> or Thomas Crapper. 
Hello, young man. Where you, what's your name? Where did you come from? Oh, he's a bit of bull. He's got a bull's testicle. Oh, yeah. Bulls. <laughs> I do Shut up! <laughs> you have a bit of water. Reese Morris from Bill. There you go. He's a hard man for Aberedu. I know he's him. Come on, we can't or I did the mini half man from Aberdeen. The half, the half man from Aberdeen. Basically, he's far too young to understand this, but make sure you're good at shearing, because if you're not, you'll be Reese the Morris Minor, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> so just make sure you're good, okay? Thank Morris you. Minor, I like Morris Minor. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't do this far Don't either. worry, don't worry. He's only the voice of shearing. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm only the one of the voices. It's all evidence, isn't it? Who's next? Right, another one. Hello, young man, what's your name? Where did you come from? You and me, the... Where is he? Where did you come from? Uh, Luke Chester. Luke Chester. Another one. Is this you? Is this you? I told you. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Give it ten minutes. I think you should propose now. Yes, mate. Oh, of course, yeah. I know who this is. No, no, this, this is Sir... Sonia Fergus! Sonia Fergus is in the house! <laughs> Do we bow? Should we bow? Uh, no, we, all I will say is it's a good job since we're Philip, because Philip is doing some good bloodline there with, with the price of the Vegas here in Family. Well, I'm just glad they're thinning the, thinning the bloodline. Sounds like they're all from the same village. Anyway, that'll do. That'll do. Come on. Apparently, one of these was a selected breed. Phil. Phil is on the uh, international pressing breeding program. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's only right. We've got a world record holder here. We need to know. British, British. Yeah, record. Yeah, 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 I did it. You've done that to me. Hey, you can't blame me for this, guy. You should have done your research. It just rolled off the tongue, didn't it? We've got the British record holder here. What? And there should be a question. There should really be a question behind it, shouldn't it? <laughs> We're waiting for it. Well, we did ask, but there wasn't really an answer. What is next? Are you adding up any records? Or is it just... Are we going to time up here? Can we have a glass of water for David? I'll be honest, guys. I'm a nervous wreck trying to make sure this tech works. I don't. I haven't listened to a word anyone said for the last 25 minutes. No, we noticed. Oh, Dario, that's actually recording. Are we going to have to start again, guys? Right, from the beginning now. Hello, and welcome to... That wouldn't be the first time you've done it. We've had a lot of podcasts, we haven't been able to use any of the content. I'll be honest, the first three weeks were a mess when they joke. <laughs> <laughs> right, can somebody take that man in the great top out, please? Thank you. Is that Tom's cover? No. What? I think that's a drink. Is it one of the. Yeah, right. How much you got left? You can ask and have to go for that. I'm going to have to go for that. And then Jacob's going to ask a sheen related question. Thanks, Jake. I'm struggling. Yeah. So what happens yeah. after Blue Seal? How many are there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't. I did actually perform a, uh, a PC, so oh, yeah. I can't go there. No, no, no. no. It's, it's a medical procedure. It's fine. I, I performed a Caitlyn Jenner open palm Sunday. Right, that's not PC. That he, PC. he performed a, a public vasectomy in a palm, open palm Sunday. I'm not upset with you, <laughs> well, I'll tell his story for him. So, um, <laughs> um, we all know. I'm scared I'm going to get cancelled if I say it, so it comes better for me. Oh, we got cancelled if we want. We got cancelled. No, it's 27. I think the lovely thing is everything's just so crap they all don't know. These are insane, they all want to live. 
Yeah, if these are the hardcores, I don't want to Apart from the sugar, if you've been sleeping in their stones and so forth, it was a little idea, right? To be fair, they have invited everyone to stay there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Are, are you not saying We're all staying in Sugarloaf. Yeah, cool, yeah, I'm there, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got plenty of pyjamas. Well, they, they, they said they got no pillows, but they got 10 packs of pillows. Uh, pajamas, 10 packs of shorts from us. We managed to say long way, don't you? Uh, well, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh is on about that. You're gonna have to go in there. I'm sorry, but um, Hugh, stand up, Hugh. Stand up, Hugh. <laughs> so obviously he's put his chinos on now. But earlier, did you all see him with his sugarloaf shorts and his big top on? Every as soon as we saw him, we said, Does uh, it, stay, stay on your feet. Up, stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. We, we, we said, doesn't he, look like, doesn't he look like a woman that's had a one-night stand and gone down to the stairs to try and make herself a cup of tea in one of the big tops she's found? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just you. You've also been with me. You've obviously never heard of the thing, never picked on a man with a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not giving the microphone to this asshole. Let's just say I've got a type so we've got you and Andrew in the pod, yeah. All I'm going to say is the Andy twin sister's the same. Yeah? Who invited him? Right, I think it's coming up in our time, isn't it, where we probably should ask the quick fire question. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's starting to go off on a tangent here, which we were strictly warned to keep it PC. And uh, yeah, let's get on those questions, we done? We're going to ask you, this is what we call, can't call cows out, because originally the idea was, but when the cows are out, you've got to get on, you, you know, there's no talking, you've got to jump the fence and get on, but I'll be honest, it's, it's sort of changed now, it's, it's a very slow process now, isn't it, when everyone explains their answers and... Post signs have gone out now, so you're in no rush. The limbs, if they get out, we've got to rush to start it off. Limbs and cattle getting out, and now it's whole stand cattle getting out, so if you want to have a tea before you've got to get that in. Plus, we had a big court battle with Will Evans, Rock and Roll Farming, because he had a quick fire question at the end of his podcast, so we we sort of elongated it. You must have won that one, because he packed in after that. Yeah. He's our next guest. So this is Can't Talk Cows Out, right? And the first question, so what we'll do, We'll ask him, he can answer this question, and then we'll find an answer in the crowd, yeah? So, first question. I'm not slurring. First, <laughs> first question. What is the most used word or farm? What is the most used word or sentence on the farm? Oh dear. Very clean. Yes. Very clean. Yeah. I, I assume there's, there's a different word actually used on the day. He's just tidying that up for a podcast. I don't trust you? him. When he gets the mic, yeah. I don't I, trust I, him. I'm not coming with an answer. I just want Andrew to go and ask one of his children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you go, that would be fantastic. Andrew's normally asked the 15, the 12, or the 5 year old. He's trying to ask his children. Right, here we go. This is absolutely putting me on the spot and not him. It's basically what order you're going to ask them in because they're all getting asked. This is a 5 year old list. We all got donuts, sugar, and I mean, how much beer do you have today? 400 pounds. That's like diamonds. Most of this. We've all been there, so we've all been Are we actually going to risk this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Straight on the mic, no filter. What is the most used word on the phone? Hello. 
That's very similar to yours, Andrew, with that one word starting in front of it. Right, hands up if you've got an answer. No excuse word on your phone. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. This is where the filter comes off. No filter, no filter. Dad said the filter can come off, so I'll say whatever is most important. There's a thing building, but they're not all the kids. I thought you were all in Palace. We'll get to my mum in a minute. I know it's not Jeremy Carl, but the DNA test is next. After speaking to those humans from the same village earlier, Right, are you ready for this? I don't think we all are. Grandma, are you ready for this? Your mother's here, mother, are you ready for this? Is there a filter? Well, it will be edited before it goes online, but there's like 30,000 people that can do it on. Just to clarify, it was a filter, Ben, but you could be grounded for a very, very long time. Are you ready? Just be honest, Ben. No pressure. Dolly, ask the question again. What is the most used word or sentence on the farm? Is that a third kid? No, <laughs> Those lawyers we use against Will Evans, they're on retainer, so carry on. Carry on. Oh, well, I have got a third chance. Move swiftly away. Right, here we go. Right, oh, this is the third one. And honestly, I've got no more remaining up to. Okay? Go on. Okay, ask the question, though. What is the most used word or sentence on the phone? Shit. <laughs> it's not going well, is it? You're definitely a sheep farmer, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right, more importantly, British record holder Second question, are you ready? No, no the, reason I think, the reason I'm thinking, it's normally the Cablan classic, but I'm going to put it, it's the Sheeran Shed classic, right? So you're on, you're on your, I don't know, you've got 50 it's left. You've got 50 left. It's better than that. When you were the last two or three rounds, you send it out. Send it out. What was the song that was blaring? It was Steve Meredith. Definitely. Gala, free from desire. Say it again. Gala, free from desire. Has anyone this, got a Kaplan classic? There's a young lady here from this who's had a hand at so much anyway. <laughs> you can't really go wrong, you just name a song. Um, so sorry, um, all time, Kaplan classic. You made the same. Right, here we go, here we go, here we go, stay tuned, here we go, right. We are now talking to David John, global sales manager for Lister in Boston. 
Yeah. Well, you if you were, or, or Sugarloaf, <laughs> but if you were, if you were quicksand, can you have them both on the podcast before I go away? Well, I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely thought about him, Willie Jayon, for uh, Sugarloaf, but he's just got no chance. It's just not very chat. It's embarrassing. So we'll have a we'll, we'll have a chat. Can, can really <laughs> <have this one? laughs> so yeah, I genuinely think we need a steward's inquiry. I think in Cardiff, October twentieth, keep that free. Keep that free. Because I have it you know Ollie Mark. He's not gonna let that title go down. The 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 thing is though boys, he's getting married in September, so you can ask the boss if he can come or not first. It's, it's, it'll be a honeymoon. Is bring her, bring her, bring her. Is he post signed? We all have post signed after a brief sign now as well, so. It's all right, Kenny loves a beer as much as Lloydie, so she'll be fine with coming in and all about it. Just well, a apparently, apparently she's a 2.5 girl, so. <laughs> I tried to think of what that means. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, the man you've just beaten, last time we went to Cardiff, um, we, we were in there, and a barmaid told him to stop leaning on the bar. Oh, oh, sorry. And then this is how petty he is, and he won't let. Coyote ugly dog. This is how petty he is, and he won't let this title up anyway. <laughs> he was leaning on the bar, and they said, Can you get off the bar, please? He went, Oh, sorry. And then he, he just went off on his own for a bit, and so I wandered over, and I looked over his shoulder. He was leaving a TripAdvisor review of that bar, saying how the staff <laughs> were very unfriendly and not very cooperative. I was like, God, let it go. To <laughs> be fair, his bar in question was Coyote ugly dog. But I think. That's a perfect end. To a perfect Ladies and gentlemen, can I firstly thank our representatives from Free County Show. It's been a wonderful experience and a wonderful evening. Thank you. And as, uh, from the Free County Show, thank you to you boys for coming and giving this to us. And to Laura as well. Um, it's, it's the first time we've all done this. Yep. Um, we were keen to do something in the evening. We've got a massive crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Send us our plane tickets, it wouldn't be there. Speak to this then. Do you know, we, do you know, we interviewed, we, we had a who on the podcast and he was four or five pints in. He was like, look, I'll get you in for free. I'll pay for your flights. I'll get you the transport. It's fine. You Did edited that but I've done it. There's no, there's no evidence of it. Today, who? What's happening with Highland? Anyway. <laughs> I genuinely don't know because we only, we only found out where we were staying last Wednesday, which is the week before the Worlds. Oh, God. But, but, but more important. That's the other thing. If you get into it at the Highland next weekend, God knows when you're going to get time to stop it in between all the sharing. Do you want me to put subtitles on that, Phil? No. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Finally. I think more importantly, <laughs> I'm gonna have to thank you, Lloyd. Oh, also, you can drink. I didn't make the joke. All night. Which one? The fact that he's Lloyd Reese, and when he's British champion, I can just put David in front. It's David Lloyd Reese. You go, darling. This is now. Can I thank Lloyd for coming along? You know, I can imagine when you're on the phone call. Do you want to stand on a stage and have two random Welshmen <laughs> ask you questions <laughs> while three? Should we say middle-aged? Nice. Middle-aged? 
middle-aged men. Yeah, middle-aged men hunks. Men with their heads on upside down. You know, I'm sure it was a daunting prospect, but thank you ever so much for coming. It's brilliant. And thank you from us. Thank you from everyone. Do you want the final word? Do you want to say goodbye to everyone? There's millions listening. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>